March is here, and it would be madness to miss the awesome, cozy winter weekend special at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach. Enjoy a two-night stay, room service dessert, and more. Experience the serenity of the winter ocean from the warmth of your oceanfront suite. You don't have to go far away to get away from it all. Visit BoardwalkPlaza.com and book your winter getaway today. And let's not forget amazing dining at Victoria's Restaurant. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, all year long. Reservations are not necessary, but always welcome. Call 800-33-BEACH or reserve at opentable.com. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs. I'm Denise Harper, co-host of The Morning Show with Bill and Denise and program director for The Bridge. There's something special about sitting across the table from a friend, whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart. And hopefully today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. One of my favorite things to do is get to know a new friend. And so today I'm getting to know a lovely lady named Shatera Martz. Shatera, it is a pleasure to get to meet you and welcome you in the studio. You uh, have had connection with The Bridge. We were just talking before we started recording that you had been on a couple of our mission, or at least one of our missions trips to the Dominican Republic. Yes, Denise, I went with uh, the group Ben Let Us, mm-hmm. with, along with Dawn, uh, back in 2018, and uh, we got to, I believe Jack was with us as well. I think yeah. he traveled with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, uh, and I was, previ- I had helped previously, volunteered on the bridge before that, which is what prompted me to go with them. They okay. were encouraging. So that was a really wonderful experience. Tell me tell me about your story. Are you from Delaware originally? Yes, ma'am. So I am born and raised in Delaware, um, more so in the Maryland. I grew up in the Marydale, Marydale area. So okay. a lot of country. <laughs> yeah. You ended up in the Dover area. Yes, ma'am. And are you married? I am married. I am married to my husband, Christopher Martz. We have been married for 11 years together for 12. Wow, that's awesome. It is. Children? Yes. we. So he had three children when I met him. I had one, and then we had one together. So we have five. Whoa. <laughs> you want to give them a shout out? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so it's Tashiana, Augustine, D'Angelo, Tatiana, and Kyra. Uh, you guys are awesome. You guys have made me into the woman who my, who I am Aww. today, and I give them shout out. I gave them shout outs in both my book. I, I love my my children. We are blended, but God has brought us together for a reason. Yeah, something mm-hmm. extra special. Yeah. So, uh, how did you come to know Jesus? So, I have always been raised um, to believe, honor, and appreciate the Lord. My dad is a pastor, so he pastored uh, a couple of churches along the way. I I got a opportunity with the Lord when I was younger. I I got to experience the uh, supernatural love that He showed. I mean, uh, He used to just surround me with His presence as a child. I mean, talking to me as a child. I didn't understand what was really going on, but I remember sharing these experiences with my parents. And, you know, they was, I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, this, she is just making all this up. But 
<laughs> I, I, I really did. And I straight away as a teenager got caught up in the world. And uh, when I when I came back to it, you know, the Lord was still there, open arms, and he, you know, we picked back up. So I, I did. I had a wonderful experience as a child. It was life-changing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And you've passed that along to your children, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I pray. I pray. <laughs> I, I do. I try to lead by example. And I'm, I know that he speaks to them, and I know they, they hear him, but um, they're all different. So we, um, they're, old, they're a little older now, so I'm pretty sure they're all doing their own thing. But we, we, got, we had some really good times where we got to read the Bible together. We got to praise together. They, they were brought up as well to love the Lord. That's awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are their ages? Uh, the oldest is 19. I have a 17-year-old, two 13-year-olds, and then a 10-year-old. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Great ages for staying uh, prayed up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, tell me about you've you've written a couple of books and one of them I was I was looking at earlier this morning called Suit Up and Stand in the Gap. And uh, so so tell me about we're going to talk about your new book okay. that's just about to come out. But before that, uh, what struck you? What what got you started and propelled you to write this book? Mm-hmm. So, I in my second book, I share this, so you guys will be able to hear the story. But uh, back in 2000, it was, oh, actually, right after the missions trip, uh, when I say that was life-changing, that really was life-changing for me. And also, when, I, when we came back, I was volunteering at the bridge, and I had uh, struck up this conversation with a young man from Teen Challenge, and mm. who. Man, it that that right there really just changed the dynamics of my relationship with Christ. And so as that happened, I began to really hear the Holy Spirit more, feel him more, know when he was guiding. And so one morning I was just, you know, laying down in bed and I was woke up and he says, write a book. <laughs> and I think this is in 2019, early 2019. And I remember thinking, Lord, I don't even know how to write a book. Mm, like, yeah. I remember sharing with my husband, and he thought I was crazy because we, <laughs> you know, he's, he, we don't write books. <laughs> and uh, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. So you know, I I didn't know where the Lord was taking it, and uh, that was when my marriage began to turn into a different way. We were heading to healthy, and we didn't know. So that's when the book came. And um, one thing that the Lord was teaching me was to suit up. He -hmm. was getting me ready for, I believe, warfare. Um, Prayer is my thing. So he was teaching me how to suit up. And I, if I'm honest, I don't even know how the book came to be. I just remember Ephesians 6. And Mm -hmm. the Lord was just breaking down the armor for me, letting me know how each piece is important and warfare and important in life and important in your relationships and so i that that's how that book came and i just tied into tied it into my marriage and how i pray and so i this book suit up and stand in the gap is just a breakdown of basically what paul was explaining to us in ephesians 6 about the spiritual armor Mm -hmm. that is available to everyone and it's just breaking it down to more i guess practical way that we can use it today Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm i'm all about bringing it to our level where we just truly get it. So that's what that book was on. And Were you inspired because you had struggles in your marriage? Is that what 
started I, you on that journey? Yes, I believe so. Um, right when, um, like I said, when I get back from the mission trip is when I began to start writing a lot more mm-hmm. um, because I was hearing the voice of God a lot more. So I was keeping a lot of journals just to jot down everything. And, and that's how the writing part came back to me. And I've always loved writing. It was just throughout the years I got busy and it wasn't something that I did. So the Lord was bringing that back. And as I started writing, I realized I started writing down my feelings and Mm -hmm. different days. And I remember I was writing, talking to the Lord about what was going on day to day in my marriage. I So from 2014 until 2018, I was uh, on end of 2019. I was a manager of the Rural Farm Store. I love Rural Farms. I was putting in 50 hours plus a week. Mm. And I, when the Lord began, to, and I remember I used to always say, I, I want to go into ministry. I want to go into ministry, but I don't have a time to. So when God opened that door, it took a drastic turn in my marriage. Um, my my husband has a, a beautiful testimony I hope he shares one day, but he experienced a lot of childhood trauma and he had to grow up. Um, being an adult at the age of like 13, 14, mm. providing for his family. So yeah. a lot of that came from he was dependent upon the income. So when I left Rural Farms where we were making, you know, where we were comfortable to work in a part-time job, <laughs> it didn't yeah. go so well in my marriage, but I knew what God was calling me to. And it really, you know, it kind of like um, put a wedge between us for the time being. So that's really when the feelings began to come out. And then that's when God began to teach me about the, uh, armor, and then that just led to how I connected it to my marriage because we, mm. and I, I wrote that in my book, both books too. I, I believe that our marriage took a turn mm-hmm. um, in two thousand, late two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. We've always had uh, struggles like anyone else, but with us being busy, we didn't have time to <laughs> go through those things. And I, yeah. I believe God was calling us. You take a look at this because he knew where we were going to be at later Mm -hmm. and we're going to need to deal with those things now before we (laughs) enter into what he's taking us. Finances is one of the biggest culprits of uh, marriage disintegration and then lack of communication, (laughs) whether it's time related or whatever the reason is, that just compounds it, right? Wow. (laughs) You just said it all. (laughs) You said a mouthful. (laughs) So, one of the things that uh, triggered a thought for me when I was kind of reading the back of your book was uh, something about um, how to stand in the gap when you're connected or you're either married or dating someone who is not a believer or is not on the sa- in the same place in the spiritual journey that you are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I guess we, was that called even unevenly yoked? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because <laughs> I remember I said it how you did, and then one day my mom was like unevenly yoked. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Bible talks about that. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And my mother is actually the one who, uh, without even knowing, she gave me the title "Suit Up," and we, we, she broke down standing in the gap. Uh, this was uh, some years ago, back I think back in like. Oh, man, 2015, 2016, I remember I was, you know, talking to mom, like, you know, mom, um, I I know where God's, I, I've been praying for my husband, you know, that's when I began to pray. Prayer has always been my thing, but God was really teaching me how to use prayer effectively. Um, so when I was praying for him, that's when I realized, like, all the spiritual attacks were coming in, yeah. and I wanted to pull back because every time I prayed, it's like, oh, hell was breaking loose. Things get worse. It was, and I remember mm-hmm. just, you know, just really going into detail about how I was praying for my husband and 
praying for our family and you know just go, what I just said about going through all the challenges mm-hmm. I remember I pulled my mom my mom was working <laughs> and I pulled her aside and she you know walked outside with me and I she let me just you know spill my heart and she was she said Shatara she says I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you she gave me a vision of what it was and she says what's going on is you got God on one side and then you have your husband on the other side and you were in the middle and what's happening is while your husband cannot hear from God right now God is using you to bring them together you mm-hmm. know and after some time God is going to remove you when it's time from the gap because he is able now to connect to that person yeah. and I remember thinking that is a really good that that really described what I was going yeah. through and yeah. I was like, wow. And, you know, that is what standing in the gap is. So that's what we're doing for those that we love, our Mm -hmm. children, um, those that we are romantically involved in, our husbands or our wives, even those in the workplace, you know, anyone that we are uh, praying for and believing God for, we are standing in the gap. And which is why the the suiting up, having the armor, like Paul talked about, is important because as you're standing in the gap, you are putting yourself right in the line of fire. <laughs> mm. But you're okay. God God is still there. God is with you. But we have to be suited up because we are going to be taking in some blues, you know, that tells us in the Bible that, you know, the enemy is going to be, you know, those fiery darts. That's what mm-hmm. it is because he wants to stop or slow down the process because he doesn't want that person to come to Christ mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, I personally have seen the miracle in doing that. Um, highs and lows, though, you know, yeah. highs and lows, um, good days, bad days. Um, but God never changes and he never wavers. So. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, do you uh, did you ever have time where you felt like just giving up? Oh my gosh, yes. And my second book <laughs> that's uh that I, I describe a seven day prayer and my newest book that's coming out, um, that I oh my gosh, I really, really, really encourage. I express on the book, I really encourage couples who are standing in the gap and want to see a change, do that seven day prayer challenge. I remember I the Lord gave it to me back in twenty twenty and he was instructing me to do that and he um he organized a set of scriptures for me to pray into specifically pertaining to my husband. And I remember at first, you know, like everything God gives me, I get so excited. Okay, God, let's do this. And then I got like three to four days in and I'm like, whoa, he, and he knew nothing about it, (laughs) nothing about this. But I remember the enemy was just stepping in. And I remember telling the Lord that night I was working the overnight shift. And I Mm -hmm. said, I'm not praying for him, Lord. I I told God, I said, I'm not praying for him tonight. I'm not doing it. I'm too Mm -hmm. hurt right now. I'm putting everything into this. I don't have enough in me to pray. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, God let me just do for a little bit. He let you vent. (laughs) He let me vent. (laughs) Isn't he good like that? Oh, my God. He's so merciful. Yes. (laughs) And then, of course, before the end of the night, you know, he just, you know, just softened my heart. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I continued on. And I did that with tears in my eyes. Sometimes we're going to be praying for people that we love, crying, hurt. You know, I, I was, it reminds me of that scripture, what is it, Matthew chapter 11, 28, verse 28 through 29, mm-hmm. where the Lord talks about putting our burdens on him. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's, I think that was a perfect time for that. You know, when it's hard, lay it on them. Do yeah. it crying, doing it, yeah. do it happy, do it singing. <laughs> yeah. However you have to get it out. That I, I spent a lot of time crying it out. The rest of the prayers was, was really hard. But after that, like, 
death or that day and the next day I was okay to finish off and I finished strong and I was so proud of myself for finishing strong because I want to give up <laughs> and I say that in the book do not give up you're mm. gonna you're gonna experience that but try to muster all you can and get through that seven-day prayer because there is breakthrough after that prayer we hope you're enjoying this episode of over the rims of mugs made possible by iconic sparkle get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces earrings and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just five dollars owner mandy heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer fashion accessory advice boosting confidence and training those who want to start their own business learn more at iconicsparkle.com or on their app so that takes us to your new book that's coming out and you have written those prayers in the book right i did i share those those uh, again that was holy spirit and i sitting down and he gave me and i i you guys are more than welcome to change um the scriptures according to how that person is Mm -hmm. god will give you the scriptures you know on on his heart on your heart um, but whatever scriptures he gives you, just tie it into the prayers, um, change the name of the person, of course, mm-hmm. and um, stand on that. Stand on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that prayer seven day challenge a couple of times. I just did it again recently. And, it, you know, it, it, it does get hard as you get in there because yeah. you're you're kind of breaking ground. You're pulling things up, you know, and you're planting. So. Mm-hmm. It, ooh, it is, but it's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> so your husband has has he read the books? <laughs> yes, he <laughs> yes he did. He read the first book. Uh, he was reading that along while I was writing that. That was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the second book, he actually just finished it. He okay. he, and they're they're both short reads. I mean, you can probably finish them if you're a reader. You'll probably get them done within a day. But it, they, yeah. it doesn't take more than a couple of days to read the book. That's how you know quick it is. But he did. He read the second book. The second book was a little more emotional to. Right, because that gives our story from the beginning, from mm. when we met until now. Um, what I did was share a lot of red flags that I ignored in the beginning of a relationship. Mm. Um, I do truly believe that the Lord uh, placed us together. That does not change. Right. But there's a lot of things that I probably should have uh, either slowed down on or really consulted the Lord. Um, but I wasn't really faithful to God during those times as well. So. But yeah, I, mm. I, it was, I remember when I was typing it up, I, I cried a few times in the first couple of chapters yeah. and just like, Lord, I didn't realize that that still was, um, hmm, chapters that really, whoo, you know, so, but it was, it, it was, so he, you know, he got to, to, to hear my heart in the book and, um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, uh, the women are going to probably love the first few chapters because they're going to be like, oh yeah, that, that is my, that is my husband. <laughs> that is it. But as we yeah. get in there, ladies, we got to be truthful. We too have to heal as well. You yeah. know, we, it's marriage is a two way street. It's mm-hmm. not just one. Um, both are healing in, in their own capacity and their own timing. Uh, so, I mean, while it draws the women in and be like, yeah, that's me. We still have, you know, before God could, allow me to help my husband heal god had to heal me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, I remember i was asking god like lord you know will you bless my marriage will you turn my marriage around and he's like yeah and i'm like okay great and then he started with me <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hold on god <laughs> i thought we were getting I didn't marriage ask for that <laughs> <laughs> so that that was an eye-opener as well that mm-hmm. i needed to be healed in order to you know receive to and it, and, it, and that's grace too, because then you can understand your spouse as yeah. you are going through that. You can give grace, and mm-hmm. that's what God gives us is grace. So. Yeah, I think when we realize that He gives it to us, even though we don't deserve it either, oh. we are reminded of how important it is for us to give grace. Yeah, 
and it's not always easy. (laughs) (laughs) So what drives you in this? What's your passion about telling your story? Where do you want this to go? What do you hope that the Lord does with your story from here? That is that that's a very good question. And if if I'm honest, I, I don't have a like a hundred percent proof answer, but mm-hmm. I have um a direction. I think what the Lord is doing is he knows family is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um I believe family is near and dear to his heart as well because mm-hmm. you know, he he wants us in his family. He you know, he loves each and every one of us and the goal is uh the enemy if the enemy can get the whole family unit great but if god can get the whole family unit and god will use one i I, i've seen it he will take use one family member to bring the whole family in Mm -hmm. you know it takes time but (laughs) um and i feel like that's what god was doing with me and that's what he was talking to me as a child growing up you know he made a a family promise to me and i didn't understand as a child and now as i an adult i see oh wow i carry a a family unit and I, i love families I love children. I love marriages. I, and, and I never thought I'd love marriages. But growing up, I, my parents, you know, they're, they're wonderful people, but they didn't have, you know, a healthy marriage. And um, their, their parents didn't have, you know, healthy. So a lot mm-hmm. of times when we are children, we just, we pick that up and we kind of think that this is what it is. I, I'm also going to school for, for um, counseling. So mm-hmm. I'm all about trauma. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of times we will just continue to just carry on that trauma, not realizing mm-hmm. that we need help, we need to get healthy. Um, so I see in my parents not really have the healthy part of marriage. I, um, I also the Lord was also uh, gracious to me to put other women in my life, older women that were also mother figures to me. Mm. So I was able to see other marriages, you know, I so I got to like at a young age, see like the different marriages. And I was like, wow, you know, this not everybody does it one way. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is selfish with the finances in their, their marriage. Not everybody is loving in their marriage. Not, I mean, everyone was different. So that really drives me, you know, we can get healthy and healthy is fun. Healthy is good. Because mm-hmm. like you said, Denise, communication and finances, those those two big things alone can really destroy a marriage. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we don't know how to work on our finances. We don't know how to work on communication because it wasn't something that we witnessed, you know, growing up. Yeah. So I so I, I truly believe that God is going to use these books and use myself and my husband. Uh, he's going to use us to model families, you know, yeah. model families and, and what he set families out to be, mm-hmm. you know, and that's yeah. back to the manufacturer, back to him. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard you say that there were some mom figures in your life or couples that came alongside of you. It reminded me they were standing in the gap. Oh wow! For you and your husband. <laughs> yeah. You know when you yeah. think about that. Yeah. God sends us people along in our journey who can speak into our lives what we need to hear. Wow. That we're not listening. We're not listening for the still small voice. Sometimes we need him to you know bring somebody along to yeah. get our attention first. And uh, I'm reminded of. The generational curses, we, we see uh, so much of that in the Old Testament in particular from generations. And I think sometimes we can get really in a place of feeling hopeless because wow. my parents were like that, yeah. their parents were like that, yeah. their parents were like that, yeah. and it's just never going to end. The thing is, God wants to break that curse wow. today, yeah. right now, in your marriage. And so, 
what do we do when we we lay ourselves before the king yeah and um humble ourselves and man what a beautiful story of what god's doing in your marriage and in each of you individually as well as your marriage and think about the impact that's going to have on your kiddos. <laughs> oh, I thank you for that. I, you know, I was talking to my dad the other day, and I said, "I'm I'm doing this for generations to come." Just like you said, yes, it really it's a it's a generational thing, and and a lot of times when we don't heal, we're kind of being selfish in a way because it's not always, it's not always about our generation. It's about if you have children, your children, your children's children. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you know, in the Bible, you know, we we might start something, but our children are going to benefit from mm-hmm. it, and then they can continue on. Yeah, you know, on along with that. So that that is the goal, absolutely. That our children benefit and they continue to pass that. You know, because I I know I don't want my children to have to go through, you know, and again, life wasn't terrible for me. I just want my children to have healthy in every area that Mm -hmm. they can and seek help if they need it and go to the one who knows it all, which is the Lord. So that is, yeah. What kind of advice do you give to someone who's listening right now, struggling in a marriage? Where do you start? What's the first step? Like you were talking about that hope. Don't give up hope. (laughs) Uh, I don't don't care if it seems like all hope is lost. Even if you think it for the moment, you know, you pick yourself back up, (laughs) you cry it out, do what you have to do, and then you turn back to the Lord and you say, hey, God, I can't can't handle this. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with it. And you give it to Him (laughs) because He does. And I I know Paul spoke about that, you know, when we're uh, at our weakest, God is, you know, that's when He does His best mm-hmm. work. And, and I'm going to be honest, I, I remember a lot of times saying, God, I'm throwing my hands up and wanting Him to be like, oh, and then He's like, great. <laughs> now, like, great. now I can work. I can <laughs> work with says. this. <laughs> I, I remember saying, Lord, I'm just so exhausted. And he's like, that's where I want you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. exhausted? He's like, yeah, because this is not meant for you. This mm-hmm. was not a you job. This is a me job, you mm-hmm. know? So I learned the hard way <laughs> mm-hmm. to give it to him. So for those, I mean, you know, when we feel like all hope is gone, remember that Christ is our hope, you know, stay in your word. Uh, even if you don't know where to go in the Bible, the Lord will direct you yeah. where to go in your Bible. And the more you read, the more like the dots just start connecting some things you're not going to understand. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It will come over time, yeah. but there'll be like one scripture that you just like it'll pop out and you'll be like oh my god i i needed that like mm-hmm. <laughs> and hold on to that hold on to it for the for days to come weeks to come and you know that is going to be your hope you know because the lord i feel like that's why the lord gave us the bible that's why he, those before us experienced this stuff and they put it in content for us to be like we're not the only ones that's going through <laughs> yeah yes and our story can help somebody else absolutely yeah absolutely so that was my encouragement what is something that has been such a sweet surprise in this part of your journey to you? Wow. If I'm honest, uh, a sweet surprise has been my church family. Um, if I may shout them out at Harvest Christian Ministry, uh, Pastor Corinne and Pastor Tony, um, me and my husband talk about this all the time, the love that this body of Christ shows. And we uh, fellowshiped with um Apostle Corinne and Pastor Tony at a previous church. So uh, she actually, like my spiritual mother, she she taught me mm-hmm. a lot of what I know about uh, this in the spiritual and how to be equipped in prayer. She really took that to another dynamic with me. But 
the love and prayers because and I, I expressed that I believe in my first book suit up and stand in a gap sometimes you not sometimes a lot of times you need help yeah. you know it, I mean we could know all the prayers in the world we could of course have God leading us but where two or more are gathered, you know, mm-hmm. having someone else to pray with you, someone who is uh, steadfast and grounded. So, I I mean, she's been praying for my marriage along. She's the one that's been prophesying into my marriage, praying into my marriage mm-hmm. with me. I believe yeah. a lot of that. What we have is because of her as well. And being able to see them also as a model, because we didn't, me and my husband didn't see that growing up. Mm -hmm. So my husband's seeing a man how to treat a woman. So it's all about surrounding yourself around people who are like minded. I mean, not saying that, you know, just hang out with people who are the same, but we need that healthy. We, you know, if you don't know how to get healthy, then look at someone who's modeling it, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, but the church, our church family, I mean, the love, I'm just talking the love. We, me and my husband talk about that all the whole time. Like, man, they really love something that we didn't experience. Mm. You know, people say they love you, but to show you and to tell you, yeah, if that that was surprising, honestly, and it's still surprising. Like, God, we are loved. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you guys do. And we're meant to be in community yeah. with yeah. other believers. You know, there's a scripture verse that talks about stirring one another up into good works. Yeah. We can't do that if we're not spending time together. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And so, what a beautiful blessing that is. All right, what's the title of your new book? So, the title of my new book is The Other Side of the Wall. And if I may, um, my my parents actually came up with this title. This is so funny because after the first book came out, they were like, "Are you going to write another book?" And I'm like, "Probably not." <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not an author. Like, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> and then you know, we were just talking. I always sh- I I share with them, you know, just along the journey. You know, it's nice to share with my parents. And uh, I remember I was describing how my husband does. Like, he's a great protector. <laughs> But this man, whenever like situations come up in life that are too hard for him to handle, and he struggles like all like us all to give it to God, he just uses what he knows, and he will just start building a wall, brick by brick by brick. We're building like start building a wall, and I'm talking like in you're talking proverbial, yeah. We're talking like bricks, yes, yes. Like just imagine someone just building bricks in front of you, Mm -hmm. and me and the kids are on the other side of this. You know, his kids are we're on the other side just you know me and the kids are looking at him just building this wall mm-hmm. and the kids experience this too throughout you know their life with him he'll build the wall up really really high and i remember telling my parents that he'll build up so high and then once he feels protected by that wall he will yell down all right you guys coming up <laughs> <laughs> and i remember telling my parents my children got tired of climbing this wall they're like this is just this is ridiculous this is too hard <laughs> Children don't like to do anything extra, so they're not climbing that wall. And I remember I used to climb this wall all the time, and it's tiring. It's, opt- you know, this man would throw obstacles because he don't want nobody coming up. There. He's trying to keep everything out. Yeah. <laughs> but he wants us to come join us. And I, I remember telling it to my parents, and then that's when they were like, you know, your next book should be the other side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember jotting that title down in case yeah. that ever happens. And then here we are. So that was him um, building the wall. And what the Lord was showing me when I said, you know, cry to the Lord in between, like, you know, God, this man, you know, does not know how to build. I there's not, I don't know what to do with this. And God mm-hmm. reminded me, 
he built that wall, didn't he? So he can find the bricks. <laughs> he yeah. can do the work. <laughs> yeah. We just have to teach him how to build with us in the wall. <laughs> mm. So the and that's what the second book has a lot of creative things that we can do in our relationship and our marriage. A lot a lot of times men just need help with that creativity part, you know. Women tend to be more creative, not all the time, but we, you know, it's like we we design, we like to move things around. We have an mm-hmm. eye for this thing. Yeah. So, you know, Laura was showing me, you know, Shatera, learn how to work with him on building but including you and getting creative where he doesn't really realize that he's because <laughs> he's a protector. So I had to learn that he does protect, mm-hmm. but the Lord again had to work through me. <laughs> yeah handle your issues yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get let's get you together so you can now use what i taught you to help your husband so you didn't knock down the wall i i didn't have the strength to, to <laughs> knock down the wall i'm gonna be honest like, maybe in the beginning you go over it <laughs> yeah maybe in the beginning i did knock the walls down but because he is like even if i knocked it down he's gonna come up with a, a strategic way not to, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna build this thing a little more yeah. sturdy <laughs> So for somebody that what I'm thinking is somebody who feels that same way, because we all tend to it's that's our protection mechanism, put up a wall and not let anybody in because then my heart can't be hurt anymore. Yeah. So what do you do with that? Um, I so what what we have found helping is is seeking out uh, counseling. Um, Honestly, counseling is great in general, but um, for those who are christ-based or religious based Mm -hmm. finding a counselor who can relate you know because if you have a counselor who doesn't relate to your religion it's almost like they don't understand the spiritual part of it Mm -hmm. um so we which is huge which is very huge i remember my husband began to seek out counseling um that he didn't have they didn't that counselor wasn't you know godly or anything so he you know he had he had an ear yeah somebody to listen to but i remember I, you know, he, he liked the idea of counseling at first because somebody can vent to. And then after a while, he's like, I need to find a counselor who <laughs> who's godly because he's like, this is just not working. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, Thank okay. You, Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, answered prayer right there. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. So finding godly counsel for, you know, for the believers um, and, and, you know, having somebody to mediate. And I know a lot of people, like, if I'm honest, my parents are just like, yeah, no, counseling is just not for us. You know, it never mm-hmm. was for them. And that's yeah. fine. But for those of us who really want healthy, and a lot of times I could not get through to my husband, you know, for women who find it hard, if your husband is open to counseling. And a lot of times there'll be a lot of op- uh, opening, more opening if we do it together than to say you need counseling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's yeah. like you're pointing out there, you know, and or how about, hey, we look at, we do counseling, but do it separately. And then eventually we can do counseling together, yeah. you know, but working with your hus- your spouse, you know, working with them to understand that you know if you guys can't do it on your own of course god first but it's okay to have counselor the bible mm-hmm. instructs us to have you know count god jesus was a counselor yeah. you know they teach your counselor yep. he was at all so um as long as they have god in the middle of it you know mm-hmm. um you can come up with, they counselors are there to give creative suggestions they don't tell you what to do but you know they're they're there to kind of what's guide and direct yeah. you in a sense you know but we really do the work you know mm-hmm. so just having someone there to kind of like okay you know what we that was a little that we could have got over that home you know that wasn't that serious <laughs> yeah. like there's bigger things to you know yeah. so 
Yeah, I, I, I believe seeking out counseling. Um, I'm big on counseling. Uh, mental health awareness is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the battle is in the mind, you know, so yeah. making sure that we are in the right mind, sound mind is a mm-hmm. good start. I have this visual uh, in my mind thinking about this wall <laughs> and about you working your way through the wall mm. to your husband. And then there is a protection for the two of you. <laughs> wow. Sometimes what we view as and can be such a, a wall between a relationship, if you figure out a way that you find that common ground yeah. so that you're both on the same side of the wall, <laughs> there's actually a beautiful thing that can happen, I yeah. think, as well. Yeah. Because his heart was to protect. Yes. And if you were in his heart, eventually you get to the place of saying, yes, I want to protect you. Come on in, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's do this together. So yeah. I'm just seeing that visual. And I think you hit the nail on the head. The whole relationship process in a marriage takes time mm-hmm. and prayer. You can't push it or rush it. And when you were talking about counseling, I just was doing a little bit of study uh, recently on how Jesus spoke to so many. He asked a lot of questions. And it's so funny when you think about going to counseling, you're like, they're going to ask me questions. I'm going to have to talk about how I feel. I'm like, that's exactly like when I feel like I'm hearing the voice of the Lord so often, it's not a direct command. It's a question. It's a a quiet question. Yes, it is. So that I will think about what that really means. Wow. And what my heart is really feeling and what I really know to be true about the character of God. Wow. And I think, okay, so if we don't like counseling, we better get over it. (laughs) I like that. Because there's, it's. I think it's a necessary part of life, and it's certainly a part of our spirituality. Because we need to ask, yes, we need to ask those questions and get the answers. And the only way that we get those answers is by seeking the Lord. Wow. So um, I love that. I love what you've shared. Okay. So how do we go about getting your books? Okay, so Suit Up and Stand in a Gap by Shatera Mars is available on Amazon. It's been on Amazon for about a year now. Uh, uh, yeah, about a year now because it came out last year. And then the other side of the wall is it's still it's in its final publishing stages. Okay. So that will be available on Amazon uh, sometime late in June. So we'll be okay. able to get that. And I also have a website. I provided that as well. You guys can order the book off the website as well. Um, either book you can order off the website. So there's okay. uh, Amazon, there's the website. And we'll yeah. put all of those links in the show notes so you'll be able to find those. Anything else that you want to share with us today, Shatera? Um, just as you were talking about that wall i gotta i gotta put this in there because i i this is a this is funny this is funny for for women for women who who were like me who i remember when it's a few years back when the lord was he was really wanting to work on my marriage and uh and i i remember saying i remember saying share like take your hands off and i remember saying wait god i didn't try this i didn't try this one part yet let me so it's like the walls i'm trying to get hold on lord i didn't try to get this wall this way let me try to get up the wall this way i can get to him first lord and (laughs) yeah you know we women sometimes think okay we can get our husbands to change like let me i didn't try this method let me try this method if we hear something else (gasps) that's not a good idea let me try that yeah 
and God is we were talking earlier he's so patient and merciful yeah. and graceful and yeah. he, he just he let me like okay Shatara <laughs> you know but <laughs> when you get done trying it's gonna hurt because <laughs> you're gonna fall <laughs> And, you know, I, I had mm. to learn the hard way. I had to learn, okay, God, I can't get up this wall. <laughs> so for the women who keep thinking, I, I can change him, or if I threaten to kick him out, or if I threaten to divorce him, you know, you know, honestly, those things don't help. You know, they don't help. I, I find what helps is literally giving our burdens to Jesus. Let him, mm. <laughs> he yeah. can do it better. He knows how to get to them. He knows how to speak to them. So I just want that when you talk about the wall, I want to add that on. Cause I remember struggling trying to get up that wall. Like, I got this, God, I got this. You just stand back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just I had to release. catch me if I fall. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that I, when you were mentioning the wall, that's what, that's what came up too. So I yeah. want to add that in there. But, yes. Yep, All right. Well, Shatera Martz, you have a, beautiful like i feel like your ministry is kind of opening like the beautiful like a flower that's <laughs> you see a bud and then it starts to open up and uh, i am excited about where god's gonna use your story and encourage others to not give up hope yes that god is in it yes we were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs. <laughs>